0: Proverbs 3, 1 through 26. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. Do not let loving kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find good favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first all your produce, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My my son, do not reject the discipline of the Lord or loathe his reproof. For whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. For her profit is better than the profit of silver, and her gain is better than fine gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire compares with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who hold fast. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps were broken up, and the skies drip with dew. My son, let them not vanish from your sight. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will be life to your soul and adornment to your neck. Then you will walk in your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden fear nor the, of the onslaught of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught.
1: Thanks, Levi. Very good to be with you all this morning. And I welcome those who are with us online or maybe watching from the archives. You'll notice in that beautiful passage That was just read there were references to paths and ways and walking and I'd wanted to start this morning with a little voluntary survey and you know what voluntary means if you don't want to participate you don't have to okay so the first question is uh, who among you came here in some kind of a vehicle or device with wheels on it could have been a bus a car a bicycle a wheelchair okay all right Uh, Who among you was driving? Okay. And who among you was a passenger? All right. The passengers, you had to have a little trust in the driver, right? That they would get you here safely. Oh, by the way, who walked here? Okay. Um, Here's the next question. In the last little while... Have you ever seen a driver do something unwise on the road? I'd be surprised if you all didn't hold up your hands on that one, okay? Um, It was a couple of weeks ago we were coming here for the evening worship. And it was a busy time on St. Anne's. And a person just went barreling straight through a red light In in traffic. That wasn't very wise. But in order to get here safely, you know, you need to exercise some practical wisdom. Okay, here's the next question. And you don't actually, I don't actually want you to answer this physically. But in the last several weeks or months, have you ever been tempted to do something unwise while driving, while walking? Well, it being in a shop, wherever your paths take you. And you don't have to answer that. I know my answer. The answer is yes. Um, okay, what does all this have to do with Proverbs 3? Well, Proverbs 3 has a lot to say about wisdom, how we live wisely. God is very concerned about the pathways that we're on and where they lead. And I just want to, for, for a minute here, frame some of the context of, of this concern just in the first uh, three chapters, but in the, uh, the reading that we just had, it talked about God making our paths straight or smooth or free of obstacles. Uh, it talks about wisdom, and it says this beautiful thing that all her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. Uh, the ways of wisdom are very appealing, In 326, we read that the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot uh, from being caught. Moving back into chapter 2, in verse 7 and 8, it says, He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice, and He preserves the way of His godly ones. In verse 10, For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. And in 212, it says, to deliver you from the way of evil, from the path, sorry, from the man who speaks perverse things. And in verse 13, from those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. And the whole notion, as you know, of, of, uh, of paths is very important in Scripture. And the, probably the most famous Bible passage of all would be uh, Psalm 23, right? And where does God lead us? He leads us in the paths of righteousness. In two nineteen and 20, it says the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of good men and keep to the paths of the righteous versus uh, the other way. My son, do not walk in the way with them, uh, sinners, that is. And in the, ch- in the first chapter, the first, uh, the first, if you would, the first uh, instruction that parents are giving here to their children is to be careful of being enticed along the way as you're going out uh, along your uh, your daily life. And then I love this beautiful thought here that wisdom shouts in the street. She lifts her voice in the square, at the head of the noisy street she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she utters her sayings. And a lot of that is telling us that wisdom from God is not just about, you know, what we Learn or do here in this building. It has everything to do with every moment uh, of our lives as Oshoke pointed out uh, During the Lord's Supper Everywhere we go every day. Uh, it's relevant um, I just want to talk briefly about Proverbs setting in everyday life then because the Proverbs are just filled with the gritty stuff you know of reality and so we've all come here from different types of places. Maybe you live in an apartment, in a condo, in a house. Maybe you live on a farm. Uh, but in, in, the, uh, in the book of Proverbs, the home is very much um, a big part of this. Now, it could be a modest home. It could be a palace. But the point is, wherever we live, that's where we want to be uh, aware of God's wisdom. One of my uh, favorite teachers I had at Harding... He had three sons, and Dave's practice was, whenever they had supper before the boys could eat, they had to recite a proverb. It's got Thirty-one chapters to choose from—you won't run out. But anyway, uh, I thought that was just an interesting demonstration of how the wisdom of proverbs relates to, you know, our everyday life at home. And so, in chapter one, verse eight and nine, we have this uh, beautiful thought here about. Uh, paying attention uh, to our parents. Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. Indeed, there are graceful wreaths to your head and adornments about your neck. Um, This particular passage that we're going to focus on this morning will just be the first six verses, and it's it's part of the third in a series of ten instructions here in Proverbs 1 to 9 that are also embedded with uh, three speeches. Wisdom is perfon- personified as a woman, uh, frequently in Proverbs, and she speaks three times in the first nine chapters. And then in chapters uh, 10 to 29, you have what is called sentence sayings. And I love Dave's uh, definition of this. The proverb, like a sentence saying, is a short sentence based on long experience. Okay, You have a lot of experience packed into... A little uh, little sentence or phrase uh, in the New Testament a, a, a similar thought would be a parable uh, or a public example uh, and then finally we have uh, what the, what they call uh, wisdom poems and the goal of all this is what well the goal is is the creation and formation of character you know godly and uh, wise character I mentioned that the uh, the setting of the home well in in the ancient world there wasn't like a winnipeg school division or a hanover school division a lot of your education basically was homeschooling, in essence life at home and, and life on the street as it were uh, the world was the the classroom of, of jesus christ and and his spiritual training ground and it says that wisdom shouts in the streets okay And that was true in Jerusalem and Tiberias, uh, wherever you would go. And I guess the question is today, you know, is wisdom shouting in our our streets? And I guess one could say, well, sure, there's always some kind of wisdom being shouted out. Uh, Perhaps most of all, what we hear in our streets is more worldly, you know, than godly wisdom. But uh, another thing that's really important is the context of the family of God. You know, the people of God, whether it was in uh, the patriarchs, in their homes, in the synagogues, at the temple, in our worship place here uh, in the building, uh, we are here to take part in God's wisdom. In fact, uh, Paul refers to us here in First Timothy three, where he says, I write so that you will know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God and the pillar and support of the truth. Now, would you agree with me that God has really done a beautiful job on creation? When you look at the universe, the stars, when you look around at the plants and you look in the faces of people, I think God's a pretty good designer, right? I believe that God has invested as much effort in the design of his word as he had in the universe. And so... We read in, in Proverbs in two times uh, it says the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way before his works of old uh, from Proverbs 8 and 22. And every word of God is tested. So I want you to notice a few things about this beautiful passage. First of all, there is these three uh, nice little pairs of wisdom. And uh, each one has a command and I like the way Oshoke highlighted the importance of commands. But each one comes with benefits. So we were going over this on uh, Wednesday, and I was asked, what's a benefit? Well, I kind of took that for granted. Uh, some of you who work have benefits. You know, there are things that are tacked on above your salary. You know, it could be your dental plan or whatever. Uh, but then I thought well, how do you frame that it's it's a, it's a value that's added to you maybe beyond what uh, you've earned But here's an interesting thing is so in each each of these three uh, Sections we get a commandment the one in red and then we get a benefit uh, that it's attached to it so by not forgetting the teaching you get a long life uh, and peace uh, by hanging on to loving kindness and truth uh, you get a good reputation with god and men and by trusting in the lord you get his direction in your life so you see how that works the other interesting thing in, a, in all of these is there's a lot of imperatives there's a, there's clear-cut instructions here what so you don't have to ask what do i do with this sermon okay just memorize the verses and do what it says um, so we we don't want to forget uh, we, uh, we want to keep things we want to not let them uh, leave us. We want to bind them. We want to write them. We want to trust in God, not lean on our own understanding and acknowledge. So trust um, has a lot to do here as well with the heart. I'm doing a quick review. Last summer I gave a lesson to you on living with a broken heart. And you'll notice in every one of these three little sections there's also a reference uh, to your heart. So that's more than the emotional thing. It's often... uh, you know, defined as in in the media today. Uh, For a Hebrew person, the Lev, this beautiful two-letter word essentially equal to R, L, and B, is the inner person, the mind, the heart, the will, the soul, and the tablet of our memory, the affections, the emotions, uh, the inclination, our determination, our moral character, and the seed of pride and courage, our knowledge and our thinking. So notice uh, in this little passage the, the, the key um, references to what's going on here. It's, we're keeping God's commandments in our heart, not just because it's the, you know, the right thing to do or we're told to. Um, we're writing them in the tablet of our heart, at you know, the center of who we are so that we don't forget them. And we're also trusting uh, in the Lord uh, with all our heart what I'd like to do for just a few minutes is to take a closer look at, at these uh, beautiful verses, one, uh, two at a time in the, these little sections, and, and observe some of the things here to try and bring out you know, the richness of this text for you. The first thing we notice uh, in the first line is, my son, do not forget my teaching. Well, that's the English translation. The one really neat thing that you see um, the original connection here is my son, my teaching. The emphasis on, you know, the, the child that is loved with the teaching that's being passed. And then don't forget it. Um, the, the word for teaching is the word Torah. Okay, you'll recognize that from the Old Testament. When the word Torah was brought into Greek, it was translated as a law. Which is a good word but it doesn't always bring out the shades of meaning from the original, which also includes the idea of teaching and direction uh, and instruction and and God's guidance. Um, The other thing is that the most important commandments of God are always tied in with his character, uh, with who he He is. And some years ago we went through this and I gave... um, I made available a list of these, but I just I just love this notion that God is holy. He's loving. God is just and righteous. Everything that He's commanding us to do comes straight out of the heart of who, of who God is. Another really beautiful thing about these verses is this idea of keeping things. That's the idea of watching over them, guarding them, like putting them in a safe, um, keeping them secure, and and finally. Um, there's this lovely phrase that we hear translated as obey. And basically what it is is, is listen to my voice. Shema Bokali. So the idea is the first, how do we obey God? What's the first thing we have to do? We've got to hear his voice, right? And so that's, that's another uh, beautiful thing that's going on here. You'll notice as far as the benefits go, that things will be added to us. And the root word here uh, is where we get the name Joseph from, which essentially means uh, Yahweh will add or increase. And I like the the fact here that it's both in quantity and quality, a length of days and years of life, and and you're gonna be receiving peace, which is shalom. And this is just such a phenomenal word in terms of all that it implies. It's not just the absence of fighting or shooting. uh, It implies completeness, fullness, wholeness, harmony, fulfillment, unity, safety, soundness, welfare, health, concord, quiet, tranquility, contentment, the presence of every good thing uh, in God's family. So when you say shalom to somebody, you know, basically it's a shorthand way of implying, you know, all of these good things. And there's a phrase in Judges that I really love, Yahweh Shalom, you know, the Lord is peace. He's the ultimate uh, foundation of our peace uh, in relationship with him. Uh, It's in relationship to one another, and it's also a fruit uh, that that his spirit brings about in us. And there's a beautiful blessing in Numbers uh, 6.26, uh, praying that the Lord would lift up his countenance and give you peace. So in verse 3 and 4, we have the second pair of commands, and benefits and there's a really beautiful combination of words here which is love and truth loving kindness and truthfulness and the the hesed of of the loving kindness here is is very parallel in thought to what we understand in the scriptures from first corinthians as agape it's about looking out uh, for the best of others and of course god is the ultimate uh, truth and love, and this also has the dimension of, of firmness to it, of commodity. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, you know, it says, The face is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things uh, not seen. There's, there's a soundness uh, and, and, and substance to this truth. And we see that God self-identifies in this beautiful statement that he, he, he gave to Moses about who am I? Uh, The Lord passed by in front of him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth from Exodus uh, 34 and 6. And this combination of love and truth is very, very strong uh, in the Psalms um, and in the New Testament. We have this connection of speaking the truth in love. And John is very big in all his writings on the connection between uh, love and truth. Uh, another interesting thing here about the reputation that we have it's it's based on uh, our the understanding the good understanding that we have uh, between ourselves and God and other people and finally uh, in verse five and six, uh, trusting and the Lord are another one of those sort of power combinations um, relying on him, being confident in him and being secure uh, that we can walk by faith, you know, without necessarily seeing everything the way it's going to play out. In fact, it's God's desire that we do, you know, walk by faith and not by sight. And, and it's easier to do that because of uh, who we're putting our trust in. You know, we're putting our trust in the creator of the universe, uh, the eternally existing one. And it's, it's his understanding um, that we want to rely on, not our own. I mentioned uh, earlier the the review of how we're doing this. We're doing with all of our heart, our courage and our determination. And we have a saying in in our house that I came up with over long years of experience is that the Red Sea parts at the last minute, okay? You're, you're, You're facing a situation, there's a flood in front, there's the Egyptian army behind, I don't know what's going on here, it looks terrible but you have to keep going and the water parts at the last minute. There's the reference uh, to ways, you know, our paths, our exodus. You know, our exodus is our way, our way out. Um, And the reference to uh, our journey through life. Um, And, of course, the the reference, many references in the wisdom literature to paths, Uh, 23 out of 32 times uh, we have this reference in the wisdom literature and Psalms. And the main point here is that this is um, talking about the course of our lives that we're on. It's not just the physical road, uh, it's the way of our lives. And God's promise is that he's going to make our paths straight. They're going to be leading us in the right direction. They're going to be leading us in things that are upright, uh, and they'll be free of obstacles and, and ultimately pleasing. So, where do we get wisdom? Well, we can get wisdom from experience, but ultimately, the kind of wisdom that we're talking about in the Bible is, is a gift from God. Um, oops, I don't know why this is running ahead on me. Sorry about that. Uh, but the proverb says, uh, the Lord gives wisdom, uh, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And of course, we know that James promised that if any of us lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And if you read carefully the first seven verses of Proverbs 1, you'll notice uh, 17 different functions uh, of wisdom. Now, I wanted to put in a little plug here for the course that's going to be starting in September. I know why. That's an automated slide from another presentation. Um, but if you look in the bulletin in the bottom right-hand corner inside, uh, this, this uh, uh, fall, starting September 11th, Uh, We'll have a course that's going to follow up on the Psalms course up in the mezzanine, and we'll be looking closely at Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs. And there's no cost for that course. Um, This is one that's offered jointly uh, by uh, Great Lakes Bible College and our congregation, and it's offered to you um, uh, free of charge if you want to join us for a very rich time of study. So, where do all of these uh, straight paths lead us? Well, they can take us many places, but I think one of the most important of all, of course, is they lead us to Jesus, uh, ultimately um, God's most prominent and profound embodiment of wisdom. It says in Colossians that He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by Him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And this is just such a profound summary of all of that. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So where does God's straight paths and wisdom lead us? Well, when it comes to Jesus, they ultimately will lead us Uh, to one important place, uh, straight to the cross. And to the world, you know, uh, this is not a very wise thing. Um, Paul said, recognize this in 1 Corinthians, we preach Christ crucified to Jews a stumbling block and to Gentiles a foolishness, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God uh, and the wisdom of God. And coming back to Colossians, he said it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things uh, to himself, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Through him, I say, whether things on earth or things in heaven. I mean, God knew how much trouble we would have, you know, walking and driving and making our way uh, through the paths and complexities of life. And it wouldn't be easy and that there would be times when we would sin. And he, the wisest thing he did was to address that problem uh, in the cross of Christ. So this morning, if you're on that pathway with Christ, uh, that's great. If you are leaning in that direction, if you want help uh, with knowing how to obey the gospel, to be immersed in him, and to walk in the paths of righteousness, we encourage you to uh, see some of our elders or, or talk to Chad or myself after. Um, Finally, when Christ to us, our life is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Ultimately, these paths of righteousness are leading to this awesome place uh, where we can share in the glory of God. And coming back to where we started, let your heart keep my commandments. uh, Close to the heart of all of this is um, taking up our crosses daily. This is the wisest thing we can do and, and following him. So in a a short time, you're going to go back to your vehicles or your buses or however you got here. You're going to go home. Hopefully you all arrive safely (laughs) Uh, and you'll exercise your wisdom in doing that. But most importantly, that you will uh, enjoy learning from God and learning from one another about the the glorious wisdom that he offers us that leads us to glory. I'd like to close by doing a simple thing. The kids are doing a lot of... uh, Memory work They're all not here. I could ask them who, if they've memorized this one. But I'm going I'm to read this out. And if you want to enjoy um, reading along with me, uh, that'll be the end of our time together. But just to reflect on uh, Proverbs 3, 1 to 6, by uh, reading it together, if you wish. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Do not let loving kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being with you.
2: Let's stand while we sing our closing hymn. <coughs> <coughs> There's a Bible. <thousand coughs>